Blog Talk Radio.
over 900,000 strong on the international side. Elder Mr. Tibbs, Israel. Yaqua, did you say right? And Yaqua, bless you. See you there. We'll see you well. Hallelujah. Yaqua. that's going to be an innovation in our temple number one. And we always have new and exciting things, as you know, at the Aquas Ministry. And we bring all of these new and exciting things live to you, open, with exciting topics from the King James Bible. Yes, we make these topics exciting, first and foremost about the Aquas Word, and learning how to connect the Bible book. Your health, foods that you should eat, and keeping those Sabbath days. And we do this because you have not. This is information that you came to seek. And you have to look no further. You have now found that in the voices of the Jerusalites, tribe of God down. We're open unto you from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And the days is Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Last on Tuesday, but unless we have a high day or a special event. Now, we do have a Sabbath class, and the top part of Sabbath is Friday. There's an uh, online class that starts at 7.30 to 10.30, and the bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. We have a temple class that starts at 12 p.m., and the online class at 2 to 5 p.m. until our temple members desire to leave. We also have a website address to use this on any search engine in the tribeyada.com. And after you click enter, just under a big wire, you will see some choices, one being tithes and offerings. Click PayPal and follow the instructions. Or any other device, you might see menu. But again, after clicking this, you'll still see the choices. Still choose tithes and offerings, and doing so, remember what it tells all of us to read the Book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7 and 
verse number 8. Verse 7 says, Give unto the aqua of your kindred of the people. Give unto the aqua glory and strength. 8. Give unto the aqua the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come unto his courts. Now, I always remind everyone that when you're doing this, to remember that Yahweh loves a cure for giving. And also donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated. That you give according to those Bible scriptures we read in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse number 30. And also read once again in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you, thus says Yahweh alive. Also for building the school, a banquet hall, radio station, and land to grow the health foods that we continue to speak of on this program. Also while there, don't forget to check the calendar. The calendar is there to keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the feast days, like that was mentioned earlier, when I broadcast by this year, that comes to us throughout the year. Don't you be aware of those feast days and what they're all about. And that feature is only available during our live broadcast time. Just type in three words, Yaqua Radio Live. And after clicking it, click the voices of the true Israelites, tribe of Yadda. And click the red live button as soon as it appears. You'll be right into our live online. Also, we have a few numbers you can call with Yaqua in mind. The first is our live conference room number, which is 319-527-6065. The other number is 224-600-5579. This is an international number where you can call and leave a message on scriptures that you may have questions on, which can be answered by any one of our six hundred accounts of Yahweh's ministry. But also in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. As a reminder, you will only receive a discouraging click followed by a dog. But also, by calling this number, you can order what our members know as the 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive it promptly. On another note, we might ask, as a reminder, please do not contact us here via email, phone, or text before broadcast or afterwards. He's usually pretty busy with the WCC. Our station stockholder, Mr. Sidharma, announcing many memos that most of us have seen. But even now, in addition to that, the Latter day Saints. So please use the international line of 224-600-5579. And if that question is legit, you will receive a call back. Unless you're calling, trying to teach. As I said, you will only hear a discouraging downside. Now, if you happen to miss the beginning, you can always catch the entire show after 9.15 p.m., except Fridays. Program time will be repeated after 10.30. Just enter three words, Yaqua Radio Live. And after you click in it, click for Voices of the Truizalites, Tribe of Yadda. At that point, you can choose the program that you were late logging into or any previous day that you would to listen. And during our normal blog talk broadcasts, we're also simultaneously transmitting our information on Pal Talk. Now, Pal Talk can be logged in by your phone, your tablet, 
or computer, even a smartwatch that you may own. Just make sure you download the PalTalk app. We will be listed on the ethnic group, African American. Just look for Voices of the Trizolites, Tribe of Yadah. You'll find our room will hold 50 or more listening participants. For Yaqwa's Word, we'll also be working for your Bible education. And on my narrative answer, the on a table topics we discussed during our broadcast will be the elder Mr. Tibbs Israel, along with Sir Israel writing and shotgun. And we'll be taking no comments off topic or any more than two text questions answered at a time. And your final broad talk ends before teaching time. We will continue our teaching on talk talk. Yeah, I'll be with you all. Now, when we are given the scriptures to speak, I deceive it. Be quick to hear and slow to speak, so the words of Yahweh will flow smoothly. Remembering, as we said earlier, we have over 900,000 listeners that came to hear the righteous word of Yahweh, and that's not of confusion. As we have a reminder of that in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 33. But we do this, we keep Yahweh's scriptures in mind. But you always find those trying to win that pump the gums contest. They're the ones that miss all the Yahweh's glory that you said to them. You have to remember, we are rehearsing the righteous act to learn the words of Yahweh, as we are told in St. John chapter 14, verse 26. The 26 says, But the Comforter, which is the righteous spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things into your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. So we can start to listen to those things that God was telling us for our remembrance. We'll pass our program back to our seer Israel and say, Well, look like the seer got pulled away probably to answer some memos. And that's what we were talking about in the early announcement of our broadcasts. You know, when the seer has interference during our broadcast, it kind of interrupts on those things that we're trying to say. Doesn't that remind you of Shabbat chapter 11, verse 8? It says, answer not before they've heard the calls. Neither interrupt men in the midst of their talk. And generally, we find that happening on a continuing basis. You have to remember, today is another day for the word of Yahweh. If you think about it, nothing has changed, except the number of people that come to hear the word of Yahweh. And as we said, it's over 900,000 people. And we have those that come to commend it and add unto it. Only those following, casting that same word we listen to behind their back. Only wanting to hear the certain verses from the Bible. And even taking those verses another way. And don't forget the noisemakers, complainers, wanting to be a deceptive listener. And those page flippers that flip the pages in the Bible to look like they're paying attention. But when they're called to speak, they're completely lost. They're clearly forgotten that we're only one man and one woman. And seriously, time is not in our favor. But the best is yet to come. As we have to remember, we can only do 100% of one, one man or one woman that was not while created to do in this life. 
That's if at all possible. Anyone ever says they've done more, they just lie. Now they're doing the work of another, which is past Yahweh's creation. Now that's impossible. That's why we always put those reminders out there so that you can know. The seer only has two hands. The elder has two hands too. But when we all work together and put those hands together, we got a lot of hands working on the same thing. And that's in unison. And that makes all the impossible close to. But we'll pass our program back to our seer Israel. And maybe he's unbusy right now and we'll say hallelujah. Yahweh. Something first. 
Then we'll take a look at Babylon and Timbuktu. I want to play something. My mother, who grew up in Georgetown County, South Carolina, was born 1927, with post of Passover, lighting candles on the Sabbath, by her grandfather, Richard Smith, who was the son of Grace Cohen. She taught these traditions to myself and my six brothers and sisters in East Harlem. She would begin by purchasing Manischewitz Kosher Concord Grape Wine, and she only used Manischewitz brand Concord Grape Wine, which is a sweet wine. She also used Manischewitz Matzah, and only Manischewitz Matzah. The kosher salt that she used was more an diamond crystal kosher salt, and always it had to have that U with that circle around it. That means kosher, she would tell us. Judah had to maintain a certain geek 
and particular, particularity shown in the presence of white people. Any European can have been an agent of inquisition. It is certain that many black Jews, blue word for Yadah Judah, of Portugal, Portugal, Santom, and Agolia, who became victims of the Inquisition and Portuguese persecution, were sold in the slave trade. This Atlantic slave trade lasted more than 400 years, from 140-fold to about 1880 in some parts of South America. Some scholars had located now, black Jews. That's it. That's it. That's it. So we found out that that's Luanda, young line, Luanda, Luanda, and Argola. Argola. Okay. Now I'm, I'm gonna deal with that word later on, maybe in this lesson, once the young line, the other young line, get in, and we're gonna find out what is the meaning of Angola. Very important. But they said, according to Rudolph. Uh, Winslow, the slave trade started around by 1444. So that's 1619. Mm-hmm. It don't work once you zero in on it. So, and, yeah, and the slave trade that they're talking about from 1444, it came out of Portugal and Spain. It's called the Iberia, descendants of the Hebrews. So now those that teach about the slave trade of 1619 to 400 years, now we just read where from two from Babylon, page 129, they got a record that the slave trade started from Portugal and Spain in 1444 on page 129. And, and, you, and we also read where... They had to act like they was Christians in front of white peoples. But now it's just so common to you to be like that now. They had to act and play Christian when white folks showed up. Well, these was the young ones mm-hmm. up under captivity. Okay, so sometimes they they didn't they didn't want to be Christian at all. But they had to act like they were Christians. See? So now you've heard from from Babylon and Timbuktu, they had to act like they was Christians in 1444 and still was sold into slavery. Okay, I'm through with that. Mm-hmm. Now I want to go to another book, you know, uh, Nature and Cover Line by Steve Rock. I just want to take care yes, of the real quick. Okay, good. Nature Animal Color Line, turn to page, turn to page 123, on page 123. And I want to pick it up around by, I want to pick it up when a conversation was going on around about, it's so much good stuff, but I, I need to get on the Passover. And let's see. Pick up where it says around by verse 
number 30. You see what it says, 30? You see where you come down, you see 29, 30. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Okay, pick it around by verse 30, well. young lion. Yeah, pick it up around by verse 30. And let's see what it says. Now, what book we can read out of? Nature Have No Color Line by A.J. A, I mean, J.A. Rogers. Yes, sir. On page one, three, we're picking up around by verse 30. What is saying, verse 30? Let's read a little bit there, young line. Come on. Verse 30 is read a little bit. Come on. All right, Nature Knows No Color Line by Jay Rogers, page 123, verse 30 reads, Sodom and Love, Sodom and Love, a black Shulamite, and his songs of songs was written to her. She was black but comely and burnt by the sun. With White said an interesting gladiation. Of all the shades down, the black is exhibited by the Jews, through the word for Yadah Judah, especially dark, but the Jews, through the word for Yadah Judah, of Spain and Portugal, the Portuguese. Well, well, hold, hold on, Jews. young man. Uh, uh, don't, uh, hold on. Just don't worry about the dramatics there, young man, because we're trying to do a little edge, little, do a little edifying. So just... Um, Read the way you're saying, and if I see fit to put something in there, I'll I do it. But I want to just take care of a little business right here. So just leave it like you said, Deb, and we'll put a little dramatics on it if it's neat. So come on. All 31. Right. Verse 31. 31. Verse 31. Especially dark with the Jews of Spain and Portugal. The Portuguese Jews were very dark, says... Uh, Pritchard, verse 31, the Duchess, the Duchess and Ab- Abrachi's wife of Napoleon's ambassador to Portugal said that the Jew, the Negro, and the Portuguese could could be seen in a single person. Verse 32. Hold on. So hold, on hold on. 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 30, 31, one more time, but take the time there, young line. We're trying to edify a little bit. Mm. And verse 31 again, what did it say? All right, ver- verse 31. The judges, the duchess, and the duchess, a Brantis wife of Napoleon's Ambassador to Portugal said that the Jew, the Negro, and the Portuguese could be seen in a single person. You see that? He says, she says that the Negro, the Jew, Portugal, the Portuguese, the Spaniards, all of them. They can sing as a single person. You don't know who all of them was Negroes until they tell you anything different. So when we talk about the slave trade and where people's at, and they all and they all just hell bent on keeping you on the west coast of Africa 
and Portugal and Spain, Liberia, Iberia, Pernia, Hebrew, Hebrew, all that, you know. The children of the book was already there. And you couldn't tell a difference between none of them, but they got all these labels. But he was told a elder, Mr. T of Israel, he was told in prophecy in the 1400s, can you have to see out elder, Mr. T of Israel, can you have to see out in Deuteronomy 28, 37, can you have to see out, look at that, elder, Mr. T of Israel. And Deuteronomy 28, 37, those still need a verse. Can you help those say out to you on the clock? Come on. Okay. In the book of uh, mm-hmm. in the book of uh, Deuteronomy. Okay. Give me one second to get there. I'm in the book of Deuteronomy 28, 37. 28. Uh, verse number chapter 28. Verse number 37, and 37 says, And thou shalt become an astonishment, a proverb, and a byword among all the nations, whether the Yahweh shall eat thee. Now, Moses said that the children of the book will become astonishment a proverb, and a byword among all the nations. So what what young mind is reading and what we read earlier, when you you got to places unknown through slavery, to fulfill prophecy, you were given all these names that you have today even Christian. Now, precept that by Jeremiah, Elder. Precept that to Jeremiah 24. And look at verse 9 and 10. So help me out there, Elder, Mr. Tim, Israel. Precept that to 24th chapter, verse 9 and verse 10. Jeremiah 24. Verse 9 and 10, Elder, Mr. Tibbs, Israel. Can you have those say out with a precept? Okay. 24, okay. 24, verse 9 and 10. 9 says, And I will deliver them to be removed unto all the kingdoms of the earth where they hurt, to be a reproach and a proverb and taunt with the curse in all places where the highest shall drive them. And I will send the sword, the famine, and the pestilence among them until they be consumed from the land that I gave unto them and to their father. Uh-huh. Well, we'll give you a minute to, to point that rover for a minute. And I need that to be read again because, you know, Jeremiah is telling what's going to happen to the people of the book. He said, I will... Deliver them. I will deliver them to be removed into all the 
kingdoms of the earth. For what reason? For they hurt. Is that what he? Is that what I want to mm-hmm. do? Is that what I'm removed all over the world? But it can be for they hurt. Now I want to read one more time, but but sticky you get over over to do right. But this mass and artist can hear this, hear this real good because when we read what the young lady said out of South Carolina, well, I mean, we heard what she said out of South Carolina, and she was she, she learned about the Passover. She learned it from um, her grandfather, grandmother, grandfather. She learned about the Passover. You, you know the you know the Passover is tomorrow night when the sun sets. They ain't got to do no Easter. Lent, the Passover. We play. We play. No, never mind. So, hell, take your take your time and look at the twenty-fourth verse of Jeremiah, and look at verse nine, ten, one more time. Come on. Okay, in the book of Jeremiah, chapter twenty-four, reading from verses nine and verse number ten. Nine says, "And I will deliver them to be removed into all the kingdoms of the earth." For their hurt to be a reproach and a proverb, a taunt and a curse in all the places where the eyes shall drive ten. I will send the sword, the famine, and the pestilence among them till they be consumed from off the land I gave unto them to their fathers. Uh-huh. So you see it? So now you see, so now, now you hear what he's saying. So now when you connect all that together, let's go back to this book called Nature Has No Color Line. And we're going to bring Mother E in on this broadcast. And Mother E had me that Zechariah chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. It's to be patting on that Zechariah for me, chapter 10. Verse 9 and 10. Be patting on it, Mother E. Zechariah 10, verse 9 and 10. Just had that waiting on me. And after the young lion finished up what we're doing. So we found out that in 1444, in Portugal and Spain, the Negroes, that's called Jews, they call all the derogatory, they call Portuguese, Spaniards. They said, but they were seen as a single person. You couldn't tell the difference between them until they tell you. So that's how, but this is 1440, this when you went off into the first slave ship. So 1619 got nothing to do with the first. 1619 is another area where a piece of you was taken at. But don't but don't put your whole basket into that because you you won't you look very stupid to think sixteen nineteen is the beginning of black African American Negroes slave to all the other land. Not, don't look good. But you continue teaching that way. You look very stupid when you teach the 1619. Now, good. So you got to hear it like that. Now, 
skip down, turn to page, young mind, get some Luke 12, 12. Skip down to page 129. 29 um, there, young mind. Uh, Nature knows no color line? Yeah, stay in Nature has no color line. Page 130. We're going, to, we're going to talk about John Bigelow. What, what, what happened? What did old John Bigelow, what, on page 130, you see John Bigelow? Yes, sir. You see what it says? John Bigelow. On mm-hmm. page 130 of, of Nature Have No Color Line, let's talk about historian John Bigelow. What what happened that we can read about John Bigelow? What do you say? All right, National is no color line. Dave Rogers, page one thirty. Okay. And it reads Shadow in the West Indies, John Bigelow, who visited Jamaica in eighteen fifty, saw the descendants of these Jews and said they were no groin or no groin. No groin. Negritos. They was Negritos. He said they was Negritos. John Bigelow, he visited Jamaica. Now Jamaica is what you call today the Jamaican people. But he said when he got to Jamaica in eighteen hundred and fifty all he seen, he seen the descendants of the Jews there. He said they was uh, Negritos, Negroes. That's another word for Negroes. They was Negroes. Mm-hmm. So you got just as many over there in Jamaica, the tribe of Judah, he's over there too in 1850. So you don't know, but one thing about it, they got a common they look just like everybody else, 12 tribes. Black and beautiful. John Bigelow seen them in Jamaica in 1850. So if they, if they was over there in 1850, they over there right now. So just don't all suddenly mm-hmm. say Jamaica, you said Benjamin. Because Judah got to be accountable in every nation up on the sun. You got it? Mm-hmm. So we just want to let you know that we know, see, the six anointed camps know where everybody is. And we know exactly once we organize properly up under Yahweh, he's going to make his move with this ministry. So we're going to be, so Mother E, we're going to bring your own mother to come on stage for the ninth episode, the day they both pass over, by saying to you, Mother E, Tribe of Yah God Judah. That's why I bid you that stay right here. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. God yeah, well, bless you, see Israel. I'll see you all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mother. See? And we know Mother Z at the desk. Saying plainly, see put some on the table. I don't have no problem with giving a commentary on what I hear first. Then I will respond. Excellent. So, Mother, in 
in the 10th chapter of Zechariah. Can you help me out in verse 9 and 10? Then we'll then we gonna go find a young line here from Luke 12, 12. See, you have to take care of the WCC, World Council Churches, that interrupt my microphone. To let you know, the only way you gonna know anything, you are tuning this broadcast. But guess what? We know where everybody is through the pages of the book. We know, we know. Six and all accounts, we know. We have to know. Because in St. John 3.11, it says, we're supposed to know, and we do know. We ain't getting a that. We know who we are, and we know who you are. So now, Mother, and Zechariah chapter 10, verse 9 and 10, can you help those see out, Mother? Hey, Mother, can you help those see out? In Zechariah chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. What's that say, Mother? Get in that microphone. I see somebody behind the switchboard. They're putting Mother E. Israel. Big old letters on the network. I like that. That's why we know somebody's doing something big time on the network. And it's working all over the world. Look at all them. Look at all them. The mother, mother E. Israel. Now, sooner or later, a hey, uh, sister B. S. J. Israel. See, sooner or later, you gonna have to get a hold, get a get a little shot of that too. Now, uh, matter of fact, whoever uh, whoever put them on there, you see that number right there. Put put. Uh, Uh, BSJ Israel there. BSJ Israel. We're, we're behind the, the switchboard doing that. Put BSJ Israel right there on that number right there. Good. Got it? Good. All right. So, Mother, what you, what you getting ready to read there, Mother? Come on. The book of Zechariah, chapter 10, verses 9 and 10. Verse 9. Uh-huh. And I was and I will show them among the people, and they shall remember me in foreign countries, and they shall live with their children and turn again. Christina, I will bring them again also out of the land of Egypt and gather them out of Syria, and I will bring them into the land of Gilead and Lebanon and place and Lebanon and place shall not be found for them. Mm-hmm. That's big time, mother. Hey mother, you might read first ten now one more time, mother, but what but what got to happen for all this good stuff to happen? Now mother you now mother mother you own something now. You might well read that again because you own something. What that say again in ten verse nine? That's right. Time That's to get that microphone, mother. You 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 own some, mother. What got to happen again? Zechariah ten verse nine. Come on. The book of Zechariah chapter ten verse nine. And I will show them among the people, and they shall remember me in foreign countries, and they shall live with their children. And turn again. 
Hey, mother, that's big talk. Now, in Zechariah, chapter 10, verse 9, he said, I'm going to show them among mm-hmm. all the people. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be in, so you're gonna be in all the people. Now, mother, since you own something, mother, we might investigate that a little bit more in Amos 9, verse 9. Who is to be sown among all the people? So you say, I'm going to sow you among all the people. Hey, mother, who that we can read is to be sown among all the people? That we can read, Amos 9, verse 9. Book of Amos, chapter 9, verse 9. Amos 9, verse 9, read. For lo, Amos chapter 9, verse 9. For lo, I will come and I will suffer the family of Israel among all nations like as corn, like corn is sifted and a silver. Yet shall not the least grain fall upon the earth. <clears throat> so, Mother, can you tell us there? Who's going to be sifted among all nations? According to verse 9, who will be among all nations? The 12 tribes of Israel. That's right. Young line, give me one more precept on that in the 11th chapter of Isaiah, verse 11, and pick it up at verse number 12. What do 11 verse 12, because all them verses was pulled, and I know 11 verse 12. What, now, Mother just, just nailed it, but we just want to feed it a little bit more. Isaiah 11 verse 12, what does it say there, young line? The book of Isaiah is here, chapter 11, verse 12. And he should set up an inside for the nation. It's to assemble the outcasts of Israel and, to, and gather together this first of Judah from the four corners of the earth. <laughs> the inside is a six anointed counts, and they're going to use the Bible and recorded well, history to put you with where you need well, to be well. That's the inside. Inside is the six anointed counts of bosses of the two Israelites. That's the inside, this Bible. And you know who going to teach this Bible? The six anointed accounts of bosses of the true Israelites. Young line, Brother Titus, Luke, chapter 12, verse 12. What's going on with that verse? Come on. The book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 12 reads, For the righteous spirit to teach you in the same hour, what you ought to say. The righteous spirit, what you ought to say. Now, Elder Mr. Chibs, can you help those see out on something David said in 147th chapter of Psalm verse 2, 
backed up with mother. And Jeremiah 30, 1 down to verse 4 and 17. And young man, Brother Titus, I'm going to meet you over there in Acts chapter 12. And we're going to see where we can go from there. So, Elder Mr. Tibbs, Israel, can you help those see out something David said in 1000 B.C.? What he said in 147 verse 2. Elder Mr. Tibbs, Israel. What do that read? Come out. Elder Mr. Tibbs, Israel. What do that read? And 147 verse 2 of the book called Psalms. What does that say? Why I got delayed. Uh, pick that verse up there, young line. One forty seven right, verse brother. two. I'm going to Psalms one forty seven. Psalms one forty seven. Verse two. Book of Psalms one forty seven. Verse two reads Yahweh do it. Build up. Yahweh Judah. He got it this, this together. The outcast of Israel. You see that? See, you are outcast, yeah, well, you know or not. You are outcast from your homeland. You are outcast. You, are, you don't know Israel, but you are outcast from your homeland. So you want to be built up. And we come on the broadcast to build you up. But you got to get away from all the stuff that you've been taught. You got to... Um, 14, second Ezra 1434. It ain't going to work until you second Ezra 1434. And young line, what is that second Ezra 1434? Remember, we come on that way six nights a week. But it's not going to work until you come face to face with second Ezra 1434. What is that, young line? The book of second Ezra, the seal, chapter 14, verse 34 reads, Therefore, if so, be that you will subdue your own understanding and reform your mind. You should be kept alive, and after death, you should obtain mercy. You see that? You got you got to get rid of all that everything you have learned from the Bible. Everything you have learned, you got to just kick it like you kick off. Kick a cold, a bad cold from it. You gotta kick it like you kicking a ball back to somebody. That's that's where it starts at. Until you do that, all around the world, you will never get the proper understanding until you just for all that you ever learned. Christianity, Islam, Judaism, if you're an Israelite. Take all that and stop trying to reason with that bad teacher, and then we can work with you. So we'll show you, we'll break this book down and work with you. But you got to get rid of all that Christianity, Islam, Easter, Christmas, New Year, skinny jeans, 
You got to get rid of all that mindset. Then you know what we do? Then we can work with you, according to the Bible. Then what Mother read earlier in that Zechariah 10, verse 9. Matter of fact, read again, young line. Read that again, what Mother read in Zechariah 10, verse 9. This is what Mother read. Now, Mother E read this verse to the national audience over 900,000 plus. What you said, WCC? Yeah. Why are you worried about how many? How many do you think is pro you? Well, well, we know you don't stack the deck. We know your hand in it, but but we know one thing: you, your hand is in it because Yahweh lied. Your hand to be exposed in this right here. Correct. So in Zechariah chapter ten, verse nine, what it says, young line. The book of Zechariah, the book of Zechariah, says, chapter ten, verse nine, reads, "And I was told among this, and I was told that among the people, and they should remember me in far country, and they should live with their children and turn again." You see that? He said, "I'm gonna show you out there, Israel, Israelite. Now you out there, but he said you don't have to remember me." He said, but until you remember me, and guess what? That's the point we're saying. Until you remember me, you're going to remain where you are until you remember me. Now, keep that keep that word. Now, make a note of that word. Hey, Moses, make a note of that word called until you remember me. He said, you'll be out there until you remember me. That's the key word right there, Mother Moses. Remember me. Now, now, Mother, what you getting ready to read, Mother? I know you're holding some folks here. You get ready to read Thank something you. in Jeremiah. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. It's time for me to hear that right now. So, with that Jeremiah 30, 1 to 4 and 17. I'm yes, ma'am. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, we ready to hear that now, Mother. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, that mother, mother E. We ready to hear a little bit of that now. Jeremiah thirty one through four and seventeen. Now it's time to hear a little bit of that. Come on. The book of Jeremiah chapter thirty, verses one to four and verse seventeen. Jeremiah chapter thirty, verse one. The word that comes to Jeremiah from the Yahweh saying, Let's see. Thus speak the Yahweh, Yahweh of Israel, saying. Write thee all the words that I have spoken unto thee in a book. Verse 3. For lo, the day comes, said Yahweh, that I will bring again the captive of my people Israel, the northern tribe, and Judah, the southern tribe, said the Yahweh, and I will cast them to, and I will cause them to, Return to to the land that I give to their father, and they shall possess it. Verse And these are the words that the Yahweh spoke concerning Israel, the northern tribe, and concerning Judah, the southern tribe. Verse seventeen. And sixteen and seventeen. Just seventeen. He said 17. 17. 
For I will restore health unto thee, and I will heal thee of uh, your wounds, said the Yahweh, because they call thee a outcast man. This is thine, our God Jesus, who no man seeketh out. So, uh, so, mother. What what do what do they call the one that's got these proverbs and bywords according to verse seventeen? What they what they call what it he had Jeremiah say they gonna be called it what mother? Okay. Only y'all Okay. Okay. You see the same mother? He said to Jeremiah tell him. We're going to come, we're going to be called an outcast. Mm-hmm. That's the same of them. It was prophesied that way. You know, it's amazing. The person tell you, now around the corner is a guy standing, standing around there with a baseball bat, and it's aimed to tap you side your head. Why don't you go the other way around for him waiting on you to hit you with that baseball bat? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you forget and walk around there and get tapped side your head. That's mm-hmm. the kind of situation we are finding right now. Everything has been told before it happened. Everything been told before it happened. And we still can't figure this thing out. Hey, young mm-hmm. man, what can we read in Jeremiah 44, verse 4? Let's get down to verse 26 and 27. What is... What is What's going on in Jeremiah 44, young lion, brother? Yes, sir. Titus, what's going on in yes, Jeremiah 44, verse 4, then skip down to 26 and 27? Help those see out a little bit there, brother Titus. The book of Jeremiah is here, chapter 44, verse 4, verse 26 and 27. Jeremiah is here, chapter 44, verse 4, read. How be it? I said unto you, all my servants are here, rising early and sitting there, saying, Oh, do not this abominable thing that I hate. Verse 26, read. Therefore, hear ye the word of Yahweh, all Judah, that dwell in the land of Egypt. Behold, I have sworn by my great name, said Yahweh, that my name should be no more be named in the mouth of any man of Judah and all the land of Egypt, saying, Yahweh liveth. Verse 27. Behold, yes. I will watch over. No, but verse 20, that's what I want, 26 and 27. Now, you see uh, what I'm saying? Now, so now you see, you see why that this man with upon all these names, I mean, upon all these labels, that looked you like you, called him Lord, God, Jesus, Allah, Buddha. He said, I'm, I'm going to take away the name. You're not going to be calling me by my name. Not with your mindset. He said, Jeremiah, put it down. You know, one day they're not going to call me no more four letters. They're going to call me names that will do deal with next week sometime after the feast is over with. He said, I'm going to start with Judah. And that's the reason right now mm-hmm. Judah is the one you call African-American Negro and color. He got every name but the name of this man and is already prophesied 
that I'm going to take the name out of Judah's mouth. His proper name. Yeah. His great name. We just read, he said, so now you, you wonder why your preachers don't use the great name? Here it is right here. No. Prophecy must be fulfilled. This great yeah. name would not come from the lead tribe. Until the six anointed counts keep pumping that name at you. That's why when you say Yaqua, everybody get excited. They think you on, on something funny. <laughs> you don't lost your mind. You better Johnny come later and tell you something. But here's what it is. Read that again. Take your time there, young lion. Read for the national audience, not yourself. Jeremiah 44, verse 4, what it say? The book of Jeremiah, is here, chapter 44, verse 4, read. How be it, I sent unto you all my servants, the seers, rising early in synodim, saying, Oh, do not this abominable thing that I hate. Mm-hmm. See, see? He said, he sent the seers to you. Tell you, stop doing all these abominable things that I hate. And I hate. What, what, what are you doing abominable that he hate today? Sunday? Skinny jeans, mm-hmm. Lord God and Jesus, Christmas, Easter, New Year's. That is a vulnerable thing that he hates. He's a fear. Go tell him. Stop that vulnerable things that I hate. Now let me say verse 26 and 27. Listen to this. Watch this. Jeremiah 44, verse 26 reads, Therefore hear ye the word of Yahweh, all Judah that dwell in the land of Egypt. Behold, I have sworn by my great name, said Yahweh, that my name should no more be named in the mouth of any man of Judah and all the land of Egypt, saying, Yahweh liveth. Verse 27. Behold, I will watch over them for evil and not for good. And all the men of Judah, there are the land of Egypt, shall be consumed by the sword and by the famine, until there be an end of them. So he said he's going to watch over them, but what kind of way, young lion? What way is he going to watch over the ones called African American Negro Lead Tribe? According to verse 27. He said, yeah, I'm going to watch over them, but for what reason? For evil and not for good. You see that, Steve, right here? Yeah, I'm going to watch over them, all right, <laughs> but not for good, for evil. See that? So there's a definitely right. So you wonder, you know, now you're trying to do everything you can, but you're doing everything contrary to this Bible. He said, Jeremiah, right. I'm going to watch over them as a hen watch over her net, but not for good, but for evil. Now I got a precept that, mother, hey, mother, evil. 
Now, I got a precept that, Mother E. So I got a precept that in the book of Daniel, chapter 9, verse 11. Let's read a bit down to 14. So you got a precept that now. See, remember, everybody in the Bible pulled verses. They don't speak on nothing unless they can read it. So if you are a man or woman of Yahweh, you'll pull verses. Now he said, I'm going to watch till I'm Jeremiah. Then a couple hundred years later, here come Daniel. Let's see, did he deviate from anything that Jeremiah said? And that's why we keep telling you, the seer cannot deviate from nothing that they say. It ain't nothing new. I've got to call it the way they called it. And we're going, and mother getting ready to read what happened that we can read in the book of Daniel, chapter 9. And matter of fact, read verse 4, mother, just to make it sound good. And I tell you what, I let the young line read verse 4 and 6, just to make it sound good. We're going to look at Daniel just to make it sound good. Let the young line grab verse number 4 and 6. Then, Mother, you pick it up at verse number 11, and we'll take it right on down to verse number 15, 11 through 15. But let the young lion kind of give old seal what, they, what we can read in Daniel chapter 9, verse 4 and 6. Hey, what did it read there, young lion? Come on. The book of Daniel the Seer, chapter 9, verse 4 and verse 6. Daniel chapter 9, verse 4 reads, And I prayed to Yahweh, my Yahweh, and made my confession, and said, O Yahweh, the great and dreadful Yahweh, keeping the covenant and mercy to them that love them, and to them that keep his commandments. Verse 6 reads, Neither have we hearkened unto your servants to see it, but spake in your name to our king, our princes, and to our fathers, and to all the people of the land. You see that? He said, he said hey, hey, and y'all, even to this day, y'all don't hit, y'all don't pay the seal no never mind. You don't pay, even to this day, you don't pay him no never mind. Huh? And that's why we're in condition we're in today, because you pay the old seal that he always have a seer in every generation. But you don't, you're not paying no never mind. Now, mother going to pick up at verse 11 and read out of verse 15. Watch old mother E deliver the knockout blow from 11 down to verse 15. Hey, mother E, you on the clock. Come on. Look at Daniel, chapter 11, verse, chapter 9, verse 11 to 14, 15. Daniel, chapter 9, verse 11. Yay. All Israel have transgressed thy law, even by departing, that they might not obey their Lord. Therefore, the curse is poured upon us, and the oath that is written in the law of Moses, the servant of Yahweh, because we have sinned against him. Verse 12, 
and he had confirmed his word, which he speaks against us and against our judges that judge us by bringing upon us a great evil. For under the whole heaven has not been done as has been done upon God by Judah. Verse 13, as it is written in the law of Moses, all this evil is come upon us. Yet may we not our prayers before the Yahweh, our Yahweh, that we might turn from our sin and understand the truth. Verse 14. Therefore, have the Yahweh watched upon the evil and brought it upon us. For the Yahweh, our Yahweh, is righteous in all his works, which he doeth. For we obey not his voice. Verse 15. And now, O Yahweh, our Yahweh, that have brought the people forth out of the land of Egypt with a mighty hand and have gotten the renown as at the day we have sinned, we have done wicked, wickedly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, what happened again, verse 14, Michael? Verse 14. Verse 14. Therefore had the Yahweh watched upon the evil and brought it upon us. For the Yahweh, our Yahweh, is righteous in all his works, which he doeth. For we are, for we obey, obey not his voice. Hey, mother. You telling me that Yahweh see the wicked that we doing mm-hmm. and allow it to happen? Is is that what you're trying to read into what you read in verse fourteen, mother? You mean you got uh, imagine, mother? Somebody know that the guy around the corner got a big stick. And you say, stick a man's around the corner, so why don't you go the other way around because it's a guy around the corner. And he loved to pull his bang out and, and take your money. Mm-hmm. Good thing, so you go the other way. You mean Yaqua know what you're going through, and he's sitting there watching it? It happened to you, mother? Is that what you're trying to tell this national audience over 900,000 strong? According to verse 14, look at that verse real carefully, mother. And Mother Z, look at it real carefully, too. You Is you telling this national audience that Yahweh see the evil before it happened and allow it to happen to us because of what reason? According to verse 14. Take your time, mother, and break that verse all the way down in verse 14. 
Therefore, had the Yahweh watched upon the evil. So Yahweh watched upon the evil that they were, uh, Israel was doing. He watched upon it. And he brought it upon us for, for the Yahweh, our Yahweh's right, and all his work. So he brought that so evil you're upon so Yahweh, he the one brought it up on us, our mother. Is that what you is that what you yeah, read out of, out of verse four came up? Hey, mother, cut those three out. Is you read that Yahweh walked up on us the evil and brought it up on us? Is that what you read, mother? Yes. Is that what you read? So all that long praying and all that we be doing for our loved one and mm-hmm. understand one thing. Yahweh washed up on the evil and mm-hmm. brought it up on us. For right. the Yahweh, our Yahweh is righteous mm-hmm. in all his works, which he does, for we obey not his voice. The reason why these happened to us, Mother, we don't want to obey his voice, Mother. Right. Is, is, is that what we read, Mother? Yeah, well, we obey him. Well, what do you say in verse 12, Mother? Give me, hey, Mother, give me one more verse. Read verse 12 and break, break verse 12 down for the nice northern. Verse 12. Read that verse, Mother. Okay. Daniel chapter 9, verse 12. And and he has confirmed his word, which he speaks against us and against our judges that judge us by bringing upon us a great evil. For under the whole heaven has not been done as has been done upon that's not you. Hank, that's something. What, what does that say, Mother? What does that verse 12 say? It's saying that uh, the judge, uh, okay, he brings his evil. Um, he speak. okay. He's speaking, um, I guess. Against against the judges that judge us by bringing up on us an evil, a great evil. And uh, what what, so, what kind of evil, mother? What kind of evil? A great evil. A great evil. Saying under heaven, it ain't been nothing done to nobody. Got a greater evil been put on them. So when people talk about that, what happened to them, it's nothing compared to what happened to us. So we don't have time to sympathize what happened to other nations because he, he brought a greater evil on us that right. was yeah. never put on the other nations. He, he brought on us a great evil mm-hmm. for under the whole heaven have not been done as it has been done to those Negroes. <laughs> he said, our 
brought it up. These is my children, and I'll whoop them. I'll whoop them more than I whoop anybody. So anybody. So why can we ain't got time to crap for other nations? He said, I whoop that Negro worse than I whoop anybody, and these my child. Oh, you see that? He said, I whoop the Negro more than I whoop any race of people on the planet Earth. Ready in verse 12. So we ain't got time to be crying for other nations. We try to get this curse off us. Because he said, we are upon our curse, according to verse 11. And that curse is what we're doing right now, paying a seal, no, never mind. And he'll make it plain that when he got something to say, young lion, when he got something yes, to say, how he said, he said, you pay the seal, no, never mind. And what you're doing today, you're not paying no, never mind. But when we go read the 13th chapter, verse 26 and 27 of Acts, can you have to go see out young lion, Acts 13, 26, and 27? The book of Acts, chapter 13, verse 26 to verse 27. The book of Acts, chapter 13, verse 26. Men and brethren, children of the stock of Abraham, whosoever among you feared Yahweh, to you is the word of this salvation set. Verse 27 reads, For they that dwell in Yahweh Judah and their rulers, because they knew him not, nor yet the voice of the seer, which I read every Saturday. They have fulfilled them and condemned him. You see that? He said, he said, the voice of the seer is read every Saturday. Yahweh speaks according to 1 verse 70. Would you, would you help the national audience out when Yahweh got them to say how he operate, young lions? And Luke yes, 1, sir. verse 70, could you make it plain according to the Bible? When Yahweh got something to say, Luke 1, 70, what did he say? The book of Luke, chapter 1, verse 70. As he spake by the mouth of his righteous sin, which had been since the world began. So when Yahweh got something to say, how do we speak there, young lion? According to Luke one seventy, when he got something to say, how do we speak according to Luke one seventy? By the mouth of his righteous seed. Since when? Since the world began. Since the world began, so it ain't no new thing. It ain't no new thing now. Now let's get to the showing you that he don't change. Now in Matthew chapter twenty, young lion, can you help those see out in Matthew twenty, verse twenty nine and verse twenty four? Help those see out and tell me what this say that we can read in Matthew chapter twenty, verse twenty nine and verse twenty four. Book of Matthew. Chapter 20, verse 20 
the 24, Matthew chapter 20, verse 20 reads, Then came to him the mother of Zebedee's children with her sons worshiping him and desired a certain thing of him. Verse 21. And he said unto her, What will you? She said unto him, Grant that these my two sons may sit, and the one on the right hand and the other on the left, and some of your kids. Verse 22. But y'all probably said, Answer the thing. You know not what you ask. Are you able to drink of the cup that I should drink of? And to be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with. They said to him, We are able. Verse 23. And he said unto them, You should drink indeed of my cup and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with. But to sit on my right hand and on my left is not mine to give, but it should be given to them. Or who is the pet of my father? Verse 24. Verse 24. When the ten heard it, they were moved with indignation against the two brethren. Now, the two brothers had their mother said to Yahweh the son, Won't you let my boy sit on your left hand and your right hand? He said, ain't mine to give. Then he turned around and looked at them and say, the mother and the two boys, are you able to drink this cup that I'm getting ready to drink? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can do it. He said, he said you know what? You're going to drink this cup. But you should, sure, sometimes you be asking things might be past your method, your measurement. Mm-hmm. You know, like everybody always like to want to want to knock those seal. You don't know. That's a lonely road by being the seal. That's a lonely road. You think that road is, you know, I won't be the lead. No, you you know, that's saying that they want to. Now, Moses said, put my boys in, and he said, hey, woman, can your boys drink the cup that I'm getting ready to drink? Yeah, my boys can do it. Okay, good. Now, he said, but you know what? They're going to drink. Let's see if it did that come to pass. Let's see what that cup he's talking about. They're going. He said, uh, can they drink the cup that I'm getting ready to drink? He said, yeah, my boys can do it. Okay, good. Now we're going to see what is this cup that he's talking about. We're going to... Acts chapter 12 and pick it verse 1. Let's find out what cup that our boy's going to drink. He said, yeah, you know what? Your boy's going to drink the cup too. But it's not mine to put nobody in position. You got to earn your position. You got to be a doer. You can't be a talker of it. Well, you know, I should be. No, you be what Yahweh put you at. Yahweh put you where he wants you to be at. Mm-hmm. Huh? He put you where you want to be at. You know, like somebody they will say, well, well, I, I'm going to bump the old seal. Well, that's not to your advantage to bump the old seal because you're going to lose more than you gain because Yahweh is going to leave you out there with a paddle 
in the middle of the ocean with no paddle. You'd be in a boat with a hole in it. So you don't be, don't be so big a hurry to knock those sea off. Huh? Now, she said, my boys can drink the cup that you get ready to drink. Let's find out. Because Yahweh said, yeah, okay, they're going to drink it. But I'm not putting you in no position until you qualify for a position. But the cup, I guarantee you, your boys going to drink it. Now, watch this. Let's see this prophecy come to pass in Acts chapter 12, verse 1. Listen to this. Same storyline. Acts 12, 1. Young line, bring it. The book of Acts chapter 12, verse 1, read. Now about that time, Herod the king stretched forth his hands to vet certain of the church. Verse 2. Go ahead. 2. Verse 2, and he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. Verse 3. <laughs> you see it? That's it. So you see? So you see what happened here? So now, that was the cup. That was the cup that his mother said he can drink. That cup was a, is a cup of death. So now by, right. he said they're going to drink it. And they did drink it, and they drank it right here. These brothers right here is the same of Zebedee. When we read over here in the book of Matthew 20, this is, these the ones got their head cut off. So don't be in so big a hurry to knock those seer off, because you get up there and you get stuck or Yaqua remove the word from you. Because once you get out of order, you're out of order. So don't be in a hurry to knock the sea off. Don't be in a hurry. Well, you know, I, I like to run his head into the tree. Well, why you want to do that for? All we read you is the Bible. We just tell you, this, this is the way. Walk the right way in it. Yeah? So don't be, don't be in so big a hurry to knock those sea off. Might cause you the same thing that's caused. James, the brother of John, that got beheaded. Verse 3. Now read verse 3. The book of Acts, chapter 2. Verse 3 reads, And because he saw it, please, Yadah Judah, he proceeded further to take Peter also. <laughs> there were the days of unleavened bread. <clears throat> so now, after the religious Jews, the one that was in Herod's pocket, Judah, you're the one that loves the gifts of the world. So them the one that have turned a deaf ear like they are done right now. And now, and that's why you hear your preachers today is doing verse 4. Read it. Verse 4, read. And when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison. And deliver him to four quartiers of soldiers to keep him attended after Easter to bring him forth to the people. You see that? After Easter. So that now they go read in the Bible and read Easter one time in the Bible, and now your preacher have built a world 
doctrine on Easter, and then they bring in all the pagan rites of Easter. <laughs> Sun worshiping, Easter egg, brand new clothes, all that for new birth. But who but who would do such a thing? Who would do such a thing? Let's see what the Bible tells. Who would do who would just remove the true meaning of Passover and bring in Easter? Who would do such a thing that we can read, young lives? And mother Mother E, have me first Timothy chapter four. Verse one and two. But who would, who would sit there and have you come and have a Easter celebration? Who would do this? We're going to Bible in Second Corinthians eleven, verse thirteen down to verse fifteen. Let's see what the Bible says. Who who would do this? Who would have you thinking that all these many years that Easter is all right, but Easter is pagan to the bone? Easter's going to get them cut off for doing it and getting you cut off for being a partaker in it. Let's, see, let's just read it in 2 Corinthians 11, 13, down to verse 15. What does it say that young lion, brother Titus, what does it say? Come on. The book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 11, verse 13 and 15. 2 Corinthians, chapter 11, verse 13, reads, For such are false apostles, Deceitful workers transform themselves into the apostles, Yahweh the Son. Verse 14. And no more for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Verse 15 reads. Therefore, therefore it is no great thing if his minister also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness, whose ends should be according to their works. Yeah, he said, "Who would do this? False teachers, false teachers, transform themselves into apostles of righteousness, but really they they rotten to the core. Any preacher that teaches Easter, they is rotten to the core. If you don't know that, you just hiding up on a rock. If you if you had an Easter service." You is rotten to the core, and all, and you, you, you is a false believer, according to Second Corinthians eleven, thirteen, and read sixteen. Thirteen, give what read one more time, young line, but read it for them, not for yourself. Thirteen through sixteen, take your time, there, young line. Read it for the national audience, not yourself. Yes, sir. I. 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 13. For such are false, false apostles, teachers, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into teachers, into teachers of Yahweh the Son. Verse 14. And no more for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Verse 15 reads, Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness, whose end should be according to their works. 
16. 16. I say again, let no man think, think me a fool. If otherwise, yet as a fool, receive me, that I may boast myself a little. Mm-hmm. He said, don't think me a fool, but you won't play me as a fool and boast about it. Let me tell you something. We know if, if we know if we got any relatives, kin folks that have done the Easter thing, they is willingly delivering themselves up and they're willingly deliver you up. Because you 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 cannot with all this information, even that piece of telephone can tell you. Easter. It's pagan, pagan rights. Even your piece of telephone can tell you that. Easter is pagan. Got nothing to do with no the mighty one. Nothing. Huh? And you, it can be some of your close loved ones. But your close loved ones, according to Mother Reading in 2116, uh, Proverbs, you know, mother getting ready to read it, mother, mother, he getting ready to read exactly what's going on. If you was part or know of affiliation of a Easter gathering, whatever means it is, we clear up that mother get ready to read you your rights in 2116 of Proverbs. Hey, mother, e, what it says in 21 verse 16 in Proverbs? Book of Proverbs, chapter 21, verse 16, reads, Man that wanders out of the way of understanding shall remain in the congregation of the dead. So, Mother, if anybody know of or participate in to Easter that got nothing to do with the Bible and Lent, according to 21, 16, what are we working with, Mother? According to twenty one sixteen of Proverbs. Working with the one just one in the way of understanding. They are in the congregation of the dead. You in the congregation of the dead. And look what he says about that, uh, Mother E. Now let the young lion grab that. Give me that. Hey, Mother, give me that first Timothy 4, 1 and 2. But, young lion, look what, look what he says about that in Leviticus chapter 5, 1 and 17. Now, if you want to remain in the congregation of the dead, if you want to do the Easter, Christmas, seal no never mind, and remain in the congregation of the dead, look what he told Moses to write in Leviticus 5, Verse 1 and 17. What can we read there, young lion? Come on. The book of Leviticus, chapter 5, verse 1 and verse 17. Leviticus chapter 5, verse 1. And if a soul sin, he hear the voice of swear, and is a witness, whether he has seen or known of it, if you do not utter it, then he shall bear his sin. Verse 17, and if they sow sin and commit any of these things, which are forbidden to be done by the commandments of Yahweh, though he wish it not, yet is he guilty and should bear his sin. 
He said, if you know of it, and hold mm-hmm. your peace and pay it no never mind. Might be your mama, your cousin, your brother, your auntie. He said, if you just as guilty as that, when I deliver them up, I'm dibbling you up too. If you got mm-hmm. a relative and you will not tell them what they're getting ready to do is wrong, Easter, Christmas, New Year's, not keeping the Sabbath day, calling on the right name. And you don't say nothing about it for peace sake. I'm going to take care of them anyway, but guess what? I'm going to get you for holding your peace. You see that? I'm going to get you for holding your peace. You didn't say nothing. You let my 18-wheeler coming down a street with no lights on. And you see a person get ready to step out in the street. You see the truck way down the street coming. You let that person walk out there and get himself popped 60 feet up in there. Huh? And that's what you're doing when you are affiliated with anybody teaching Easter. It's the resurrection of the son. And he ain't told you nothing about no resurrection and that kind of way of no Easter. And you part of it, you just had read the verses that he said going to happen to you for being part of it by closing the, closing your fat mouth. You keep your fat mouth closed for peace sake of your family. When he get them, he going to get you too. You just read it. So there it is. So that's what see a job is to show you. So you sure you want to Bump the seat out, and it's a lonely road, right here. You know, because you got to you got to read the Bible. See, you got to read the Bible. It's a lonely road. Just read the Bible. Now he go a case in point. Now, mother, what you getting ready to read? And First Timothy four one and two, backed up with the young line. And Second Timothy three. One down to verse three and ten to twelve. Let's see what we can read now about Mother in First Timothy four, one and two. Young mind, brother Titus from Second Timothy three, one, two, three, ten down to verse twelve. That's enough talking. It's time for some more reading. Come on. Yeah, First uh, Timothy chapter four, verse one and verse two. Verse one reads, "Now the spirit speaks, expressing that in the last time, some shall depart from the covenant given he to the doing spirit and doctrines of devils." Verse two, speaking lies in hypocrisy having their conscience filled with their hot iron. Read that again, Mother. You mean in a lot of days, with days we're now, they're going to depart from the truth. Mm-hmm. Have made mm-hmm. conscience filled. You might, you might you put a patch on your, on a pair of pants, put a patch on it. It's like somebody, like for example, you take a, a hot iron. And forget about what you're doing and got your little white dress on it. And you leave the iron on there. 
and you just seal them pants. I don't care what you do, you don't get that iron stain out of there. I don't care what you do with them white pants. Yeah, just that's how they comfort gonna be. When you tell them Easter gonna get you thrown in the bottom of the liquor fire, it's just like you just laying a pair of pants on the ironing board. Turn the iron all the way up. Stick it on the iron, stick the iron on the pants, and then go on tough on start talking. <laughs> and all of a sudden you smell something burning. Whoops. Oh, then you pull up the iron up off your pants. And you see the iron print in there. I don't give a dog on what you say, how you say it, how you bounce up and down. They gonna be, they gonna be, they gonna pay you no never mind. Just like the stain in that white dress, you ain't gonna never get it out. And that's what'll happen to the conscience of these people in our family doing this. Easter thing. I don't mm-hmm. care what you show them. They're going to pay you no never mind. I'm not doing no Passover. I'm doing Easter. My mama did Easter. My grandmama did Easter. And I'm going to do Easter. Mm-hmm. Now, okay? Okay? I'm going to keep Sunday. I'm going to do Lord God and Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah? And I'm going to wear my pants without me going to work. Huh? I'm going to wear my pants. Huh? I'm going to do it anyway. Huh? I don't care what you say. Huh? So there it is right there. They're going to have a conscious mother, 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 and feel like you take a hot ass. Hey, mother, I'm asking you a question. Hey, you have a up down on a on a pair of pants or dress, and all of a sudden it, the whole iron print is in there. Hey, you, it ever happened to you, mother, in your lifetime? Not that I remember. Not that you remember, but you have heard you have heard of people. You, you have right. heard of of people that have left the iron on their pants and burnt and burnt the pants up with the iron print. You heard it, right? Right. You think they can get that print out? Hey, mother, did you think they can get that print out? I let off pants or dress. You think they can get it out? Mm-hmm. Don't want to keep uh, that up. No. Once they burnt it, hey, mother. Hey, mother, once they burnt it and put that iron, that seal iron on pants or dress. If there's anything that can get that stain out of there, if anything can get it out that you know of. Mm-mm. Because it just keeps started falling apart. That's right. You got you to cut it out and put a patch in there. Hey, hey mother, always, uh, you not, uh, not, the only thing you can do with that is cut it out and put a, put a patch in there. Right. <laughs> All thing you do with that is cut is cut that iron cut that iron out, that, that whole iron that stain out. You gotta cut all the way around it and take it out and try to match it up with something and put it in there. That's the only way it's gonna happen. Now read me um 
First Timothy 4, 1 and 2, one more time. First Timothy 4, 1 and 2. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 1 and verse 2. Now the Spirit speaks expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from this covenant, giving heed to the succeeding spirit and doctrines of devils. Verse 2. Seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. They're going to give ear to seducing spirits and teaching devils. Go ahead, Mm Mother. Okay, verse 2. Speaking lies and hypocrisy. Hypocrites. Speaking lies and hypocrites having their conscience filled with a hot iron. Mm-hmm. Having a conscience, a mother, a, a mother, mother, <laughs> they're going to have a conscience seared with the hot iron. That means you can't tell me nothing. You can't tell me about wearing no fringes. You can't tell me about no Lord God and Jesus and keeping Sunday and, and Easter. You can't tell me nothing. My conscience is sealed like you want to tuck an iron and burn my brains out. I ain't hearing it. Christianity from Satan the devil have burnt my brains out. And I ain't hearing it. So there is a devil. So you don't need you don't need to get run your blood pressure up because it ain't gonna happen. Their conscience is just like you taking a hot iron and just mm-hmm. sticking to a pair of white pants. And leave it there, then come back and oops and pull it up. Ain't nothing you can do to get that stain out your pants, out your dress. Nothing. And the same way telling people that Easter going to get that man that taught that, and you gone in the bottom of the lake of fire, they ain't going to hear you or me. That is good. All right, y'all, line, Second Timothy 3, 1, 2, 3, 10, verse 12, what does it say? Book of Second Timothy, chapter 3, verse 1 through 3, get down, verse 10 to 12. Second Timothy, chapter 3, verse 1, read. This know also that in the last day perilous fire shall come. Verse 2, for men should be lover of their own self. Covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unrighteous. Verse, verse 3, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fear, despise of those that are good. Get down verse 10 to so wait, but wait, hold on, hold on, y'all lad. Hold on, y'all lad. Read verse 3 again. They're going to be what? Let Mother Lee hear this real carefully what they're going to be in verse 3 again. Second uh, time. And, and marinate on what you get ready to read in verse 3. They're going to be what? Second, in verse 3, go ahead and read it. Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 3. Without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, uncontented, Fierce, 
despiser of those that are good. Ain't that something? They're going to be truth breakers. You're showing them the truth that this Easter thing is going to get him and me and you thrown in the bottom of the lake of fire. And they ain't going to mm-hmm. hear you. They ain't going to pay you no never money. Huh? They truth breakers. Ain't going to take it all the way in. And they'd rather cry mm-hmm. later like Esau cried in the 12th chapter, verse 16. No, he ain't going to repent. <laughs> they'd, rather, they'd rather fight than switch like the Carrotton cigarette commercial. They're going to mm-hmm. do this Easter thing all the way in. And they know it got nothing to do with the Bible. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Mm-hmm. They're going to take it all the way in. 10 down to verse 12, what does it say? Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 10 to 12. Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 10. Would you have fully known my doctrine, man of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, charity, patience, verse 11 reads, persecution, Affliction, which came to me, Antioch, and Laconia, and Lystra, what persecution I endure, but out of them, all Yahweh delivered me. Verse 12, yea, all that will live Yahweh, and Yahweh the Son, shall suffer persecution. <laughs> yeah. You hear that, Mother Z? All that year of Yahweh, I mean, the closest mm-hmm. one to you is going to be the one that always had you, had your hand shaking. Well, give me, give me, let me go and take a couple of my little pills and sit down somewhere. But that is right there. That's where it's going to be. That's how it's going to be. The Bible tells you up front. You know, like tell you the stick up man around the corner. Oh, yeah, yeah, he got that bang out and he gonna stick you up. And you go that way around the corner, shame on you. Listen, we gotta understand this thing. They conscience is sealed with the hot iron. They gonna take it all the way in. Huh? Give me two more verses there, young line. Give me two more verses. You read 10 through 12. Let me put a little yes, overkill sir. on it in 13 and 14. What do verse 13 and 14 say? Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. Verse 13 reads, But evil men and seducers to wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. <laughs> verse 14. 13 and 14. Yes, sir. Verse 14, but continue you in the things which you have learned, and you have been assured of knowing of whom you have learned them. You see, but you see it telling you on what you have learned that you can read? Go with that. Because your closest loved one is going to take it all the way in and going to take you with them too. Now, mother. We want to look at numbers, I mean, Second Kings, mother. We're going to Second Kings, 
23, verse 21 and 22. That's what we want, Mother. We want 2 Kings 23, verse 21 and 22. What does that say? Second Kings 23, verse 21 and 22. What does that say there, Mother E? Second Kings chapter 23, verse 21 and verse 22. Verse 21 reads, And the king commands all the people, saying, Keep the Passover unto the Yahweh, your Yahweh, as it is written in the book of this covenant. Verse 22, surely there was no, surely there was not holding such a Passover from the day of the judges that judged Israel, nor in all the days of the kings of Israel, nor of the kings of Judah. (laughs) Now, mother... And 23, verse 21, can you expound on that one more time, Mother? Now, expound that one more time in the 23rd chapter, verse 21, and we all live again. 2 Kings 23, 21. Okay, 2 Kings 23, 21, is saying that um, the king commanded all the people to keep the Passover as it is written in the book of this covenant. We so, are Mom, when you're doing when you're doing the Passover, how do you supposed to do it according to verse twenty three twenty one? As it is written in the book oh, of the covenant. That's how you do the Passover. As it is written in the book of the covenant, that's how you do the Passover. Give me a precept there, Mother. Give me Second Chronicles 30, verse 4 and 5. So how you do the Passover is what's written in the book of the covenant pertaining to the Passover. That's how you do it. What he got written. Second mm-hmm. Chronicles 30, verse 4 and 5. What did it say, Mother? Okay. Second Chronicles chapter 30, verses 4 and verse 5. Second Chronicles chapter 30, verse 4. Second Chronicles chapter 30, verse 4. And the thing pleased the king and all the congregation, verse 5. So they had sent a decree to make the proclamation throughout all Israel for their season, even to Dan, that they should, that they should come to keep the Passover unto the Yahweh of Israel at Yahweh Judah, for they had not done it of the 
of all a long time and such short thought as it was written. Wait a minute, Wait a minute, mother. Wait a minute, mother. They didn't do it. What kind of way? For a long time, they didn't do it. What kind of way, mother? As it is written. Ain't that so? Ain't that. They were doing their own thing. Hey, mother, they were doing their own thing. They weren't doing the Passover, not as it's written for a long time. And they still doing it the way doing their own thing, not doing it as it is written, mother. Right. Y'all find Second Chronicles 31, 1, 2, or 3. So they're not doing the Passover as, let's go for all the camps. So you can forget it. Easter, you just, mm-hmm. that's taking it from itself. But the ones that is doing the Passover, they're not doing it according to the covenant as it's written. You got to do the Passover as the covenant says as it's written. Y'all lying. Chapter 20, 31, 1, 2, and 3. Bring it. Second Chronicles, chapter 31, verse 1 through 3. Second Chronicles, chapter 31, verse 1, read. Now when all this was finished, all Israel that were present went out to the city of Judah and break the images in pieces and cut down the groves and threw down the high place in the altars out of all Judah and Benjamin and Ephraim also and Manasseh until they had utterly destroyed them all. Then all the children of Israel returned, every man to his possession, in their own city. Verse 2, And Hezekiah appointed the courses of the priests and of the Levites after their courses, every man according to his service, the priests and the Levites, for burnt offerings and for peace offerings, to minister and to give thanks and to praise in the gate of the tent, of Yahweh. Verse 3, he appointed also the king's portion of his sons for burnt offerings, to wit, and for morning and evening, burnt offerings, and burnt offerings for the Sabbaths and for the new month, and for the set feet, as it is written in the law of Yahweh. So the feast is what? How do you do the feast again at Young Lions? How you how you do the feast? As it is written in the law of Yahweh. Mm-hmm. Hey, that something. You hear what the man just said? You do the feast days. What kind of way, Young Lion, again? As it is written in the law of Yahweh. That's all you got to do. Do the feast days as it is written. That's all you got to do. You ain't got, all you got to do is be in the right ministry and just do the feast days. What kind of way, young lion? As it is written in the law of Yahweh. <laughs> you see that? That's all you got to do. Just do the feast day as it's written. Look in the Bible and see what has written. And that's what you do. Huh? And now, Mother E, in the 18th chapter of Acts, 
on the right side of the book. Yeah. Uh, in the 18th chapter, verse 19 down to verse 21. Help, help, help this national audience out, Mother Mother E. Yahweh the Son is sitting on the right hand of his father. Let's see what he says in the 18th chapter, verse 19 down to verse 21. Take your time, Mother, and look real carefully at Acts chapter 18, 19. Twenty-one. What does it say? The book of Acts, chapter 18, verse 19 to 21. Verse 19. And he came to Ephesians. Ephesians. Ephesians? Is that Ephesians? No. Ephesians. Okay. Acts, chapter 18, verse 19. And he came to Ephesians and left them there, but he himself entered into the synagogue, the temple, and read the Judas, verse 20. When they desired him to tarry long time with them, he consented not, verse 21. But bid them farewell, saying, <laughs> I must by all means keep this peace that comes in Yahweh Judah, but I will return again unto you, if Yahweh will, and he clear from Ephesus. So what, what is Paul saying going to do? I don't care what he got going on. I don't care what Paul was on. What did Paul just say, Mother? He gonna do? What did he say he gonna do, Mother? Again? He gonna keep by the all peace. me. Mm-hmm. He said, by, by all me. me. By all me, I'm gonna keep the peace. Mm-hmm. I don't care what's going on. By all means, I'm gonna keep the peace. Then I will return back to take care of whatever we own here, but I'm getting back to, to, to keep the feast day. Is that what we're reading, Mother? Is that what we're reading, Mother? At all means, I want to get back and keep the feast day, Mother. Is that what we read, Mother, in the book of Acts? I mean, keep the feast day. Yeah. Is we read what he said, well, by all means, I'm going to keep the peace. Is that what we read, Mother? He said, by all. Is that right? By all all means, keep this peace. But he did him farewell, saying, I must, by all means, keep this peace. See that, Mother? You see that? See, when it comes down to Yahweh's business, by all means, I'm keeping the peace day. Now, young line. Yes, sir. And Leviticus, and Leviticus, young line. I tell you what, let Mother read Luke 22, 7, 8. You pick up at 13 down to verse 19. Now, Mother E. Look real good at Luke 22, verse 7 and 8, 
And Young Lion going to pick it up at 13 down to verse 19. Let's see what's going on. We can read, Mother. Okay. The book of Luke, chapter 22. Verse 7 and 8. The book of Luke. Young Lion going to pick up around about 13 and 19. Luke chapter 22, verse 7 and verse 8. Verse 7. Then came the day of unleavened bread, when the Passover must be killed. Verse 8. And he sent Peter and John, saying, Go and prepare us to pass over, that we may eat. You hear, mother? Hey, mother, what is the son getting ready to do, mother? According to verse 8. Getting ready to eat the Passover. That's right, mother. Ain't got nothing to do with no Easter. 13 down to <laughs> verse 19, young lion. Come on. Hey, mother, have me Matthew 26, Oops. 1 and 2 waiting on me. Have me Matthew... Oops. 26, mother. One and two waiting on me. Come on, young lion. Luke 22, 13 down to verse 19. Come on. The book of Luke, chapter 22, verse 13 and 19. Luke 22, verse 13 reads, And they went and found as he had said unto them, and they made ready the Passover. Verse 14, And when the hour was come, he sat down and the twelve apostles with him. Verse 15, and he said to them, With desire, I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. Verse 16. For I said to you, I will not eat any more eat thereof until it be fulfilled in the kingdom of Yahweh. The Father. Verse 17. And he took the cup and gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. Verse 18. For I said to you, I will not trick of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of Yahweh shall come. Verse 19, And he took bread and gave thanks and broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is the body which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. Ain't that something? He said, This is what you do to remember him by. You don't remember him by no Easter, no Christmas, and Thanksgiving? He said, this is what you do to remember me by. See, this what you do to remember me by. That's what he just said. Hey, Mother, what we got written in Matthew 26, 1 and 2? The book of Matthew, chapter 26, verse 1 and verse 2. And it comes to say, when Yahweh the Son had finished all these things, he said unto his disciples to follow. Verse 2. Yet know that after two days is the feast of the Passover, when the Son of Man is betrayed to be crucified. Uh-huh. So he, he was prepping them up, mother. That you know, after two days, it's going to be the Passover. And the Passover, 
I'm going to be killed. That would mean by crucified. Prepping them up, mother. He prepping them up. Let's get down to verse 20 to 26 there, young lion, brother Titus. Pick up verse 20, down to verse 26. Now he's prepping them up, and that's what we're doing right now. We're prepping you up for the Passover, yeah. not no Easter. We're prepping you up now. Get down to verse 20 to 26. Come on, young lion. Matthew chapter 26, verse 20 to 26. Now when the evening was come, he sat down with the twelve. Verse 21. And as they did eat, he said, Truly I said to you, that one of you should betray me. Verse 22. And they were exceedingly thoughtful, and began every one of them to say unto him, Yahweh, is it I? Verse 23. And he answered and said, He that dipped his hand with me in the ditch, the same should betray me. Verse 24. The Son of Man God, as it is written of him. But woe unto that man whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It has been good for that man if he had been if he had not been born. Verse 25. Then Judas, which betrayed him, answered and said, Master, is it I? And he said to him, You have said. Verse 26. And as they were eating, Yahweh the Son took bread and blessed it and break it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body. Bread. Verse 27. And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it. Verse 28. Verse 28. For this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sin. Verse 29. But I said to you, I, but I said to you, I will not drink this for of this fruit of the vine until the day when I drink it. New with you in my father's kingdom. Verse 30. And with that king, I hear you. Verse 30. And with that song, I hear you. They went out until the battle of Olives. Verse 31. Then said, Y'all quite a good, 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 good. That's good. So now they got they got the, they eat they eat them up, drank them up, sang songs. They done everything, eating them up, drinking them up, and then they said, "Well, it's time to go out there. Let's sing some songs and we got it out the way. Good. Hey, Mother E, give me First Corinthians chapter eleven, verse one and two. First Corinthians eleven, one and two, Mother. So you see, they did." At that, at, at that mm-hmm. gathering, the trail, then they start singing and dancing and got happy because they know this, this is it. This is it. So now they finish their meal, their Passover meal, got nothing to do with Easter, nowhere, shape, or form. Easter from Satan the devil. False teachers teach you Easter to Passover. 
They pay Passover, no, never mind. Now, Mother getting ready to read in 1 Corinthians 11, verse 1 and 2, saying what? Hey, Mother E, what does it say we can read in 1 Corinthians 11, 1 and 2? And y'all line, pick it up verse 24 down to verse 28. Yes, sir. Corinthians 11, verse 1 and 2. Verse 1. He ye followers of me, even as I also am of your father's son. Verse 2. Now I praise you, brethren, that you remember me in all things, and keep the order as I delivered them to you. Mm-hmm. He said, I, I'm, I'm begging you, do it the way it was presented to me to give it to you. I'm begging y'all, Corinthians, Northern Kingdom and Southern Kingdom, stop doing your own thing. Get down to verse 24, down to verse 28. Listen good. Come on, y'all line. First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 24 to 28. First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 24. When he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Verse 25. After the same matter also, he took the cup, and when he had sucked, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do ye as ye oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. Verse 26. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do so, Yahweh's death, till he come. Stop it there. Stop it there. Stop it there. The reason you do Passover, you take the cup, the wine, and unleavened bread, all that good eating. What I what are we doing according to verse twenty six? Now Paul is prepping them up, educating them all. Verse twenty six yeah, deliver the knockout blow, young lion. Second Corinthians chapter 11, verse 26. For after as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do so Yahweh's death till he come. Mm-hmm. Ain't that something? You mean you do the Passover we show on his what? Yeah. Yahweh's death till he come. Say it again, Mother E, Mother Z. Say it again, Mother E, Mother Z. We show on what? Showing, okay, showing, showing his death till he come. And we showing his death till he come. That's the reason you're doing it, Pat. You're not doing no Easter hunting egg uh, coloring, pretty clothes wearing of the world. You do Passover to show his death till he come. What that mean, mother? Back up to First Corinthians chapter Five, verse seven and eight. No, the ones that teach you Easter, they way out of order. You supposed to show his death till he come. Because of what reason, Mother? First Corinthians chapter five, verse seven and eight. Take your time, Mother, and deliver the knockout blow. Hey, Mother, eat. do your part, Mother. Five, verse seven and eight. Come on. First Corinthians chapter five, 
verse 7 and verse 8. Verse 7 reads, Purge out, therefore, the old man. Purge out, therefore, the old leaven, that you may be a new lump, as you are unleavened. For even Yahweh the Son, our Passover, is a sacrifice for us. Verse 8. Therefore, let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Yeah, mother. Mm-hmm. We're going to keep the feast of what, mother? According to verse, according to verse 7, we're going to keep what feast, mother? According to verse 7. What feast we're going to keep? According to verse 7. Okay. Verse 7, keep the uh, feast of Passover. Passover, Passover, mother. Keep the feast of Passover. And when is that, mother? When is it? Let's go to Numbers chapter 28, verse 16 and 17. When is it, mother? Okay. We're going up Numbers 28, verse 16 and 17. When is Passover, mother, that we to keep? Numbers 28, verse 16 and 17. And y'all, let's find where they pull that from in Exodus chapter 12, 1, 2, 3, 6, 17, 18. They just scroll down to 13, verse 4, 8 through 10. Hey, hey Mother E, in the 28th chapter, when is the Passover, verse 16 and 17, delivered? Okay. The book of Numbers, chapter 28, verses 16 and verse 17. Verse 16 reads, And in the 14th day of the first month is the Passover of Yahweh. Verse 17. And the 15th day of this month is the feast seven days till unleavened bread be eaten. So, Mother, when is the Passover, Mother, according to Numbers 28, 16? When is the Passover? On the 15th day of this month is the Feast of Passover. On the 14th day. On the 14th day. So, when the sun goes down tomorrow, it is the beginning of Passover. Right. Passover. Nothing to do with no Easter. That's right, Mother. When the sun set tomorrow, it is Passover time. Do right. this to remember me. Now they pull that verse. Come on, y'all, line and see where they pull that from. Exodus 12, 1, 2, 3, 6, 17, 18. Then slide down to 13, verse 4, 8 through 10. Deliver. The book of Exodus, chapter 12, verse 1 through 3. Get down, verse 6, verse 17 and 18. Exodus chapter 12, verse 1 reads, And Yahweh spake unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, Verse 2, This month should be unto you the beginning of month. It should be the first month of the year to you. Verse 3, Speak ye to all the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month, 
they should take of them every man a lamb according to the family of their father. A lamb for an house. Get down verse 6. And you should keep it up until the 14th day of the same month with the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel should kill it in the evening. Verse 17 reads, You shall observe the feast of unleavened bread. For in this same day have I brought your army out of the land of Egypt. Therefore, shall you observe this day in your generation as an ordinance forever. Verse 18. In the first month, on the 14th day of the month at evening, you shall eat unleavened bread until the 1 and 20th day of the month at evening. Exodus chapter 13, verse 4. Skip down verse 8 to 10. Exodus chapter 13, verse 4 reads. This day came ye out in the month Abed. Verse 8 reads. And you shall show your sons in that day, saying, This is done because of what which Yahweh did unto me when I came forth out of Egypt. Verse 9 reads. And it should be for a sign unto you upon your hand and for a memorial between your eyes that Yahweh's law may be in your mouth. For with a strong hand had Yahweh brought you forth, brought you out of the land of Egypt. Verse 10. You should therefore keep this order in this season from year to year. Yeah, from year to year on the 14th day. At evening, keep the Passover from year to year, 14th day at evening, forever. As long as you live, you keep the 14th day as written in the covenant forever. Hey, mother, hey, mother, give me that 23rd chapter, and we're going to bring in our elder and mother Z and see they want to take a little shot at some of this good stuff. Leviticus 23, mother E, one down to verse 6. What you got? Leviticus 23, Leviticus 1 down 23. to verse 6, mother. Come on. The book of Leviticus, chapter 23, 1 to 3, 1 to 6. Leviticus 23, verse 1. And the Yahweh speak unto Moses, saying, verse 2, speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, concerning the feast of the Yahweh, which you shall proclaim to be righteous of them, even these are my priests. Verse 3. Six days shall work be done, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of rest, and righteous of them. He shall do no work, that means it is the Sabbath of Yahweh in all your dwellings. Verse 4. These are the feasts of the Yahweh, even righteous assemblies, which you shall proclaim in their feast. Verse 5. In the 14th day of the first month at evening is the Yahweh's Passover. Verse 6. And on the 15th day of the same month is the feast of unleavened bread unto the Yahweh. 
seven days you must eat unleavened bread. Excellent. Excellent read that, mother. So we know the Passover starts tomorrow when the sun set forever. Ain't got nothing to do with no Easter. That's from saying the devil. If you're a preacher in there, get out of that congregation and and blackjack your, your loved ones and pull them out with a knot on their head before Yahweh brought them in the fire. Elder Mr. Tibbs, Israel, what your closing statement is, Elder, you're on the clock, the world listening, over 900,000 strong, and they still packing the door again for some more. Come on. Dear Israel, we going to mute the elder because we got to mute somebody. Whereas you're ready, your station, do what you want to do. Mother E, Mother Z, you want to shout? You want to shout at this mother? You got it. You got to. You want to address this national audience and give a commentary on what the Almighty don't get you to say or anything we don't say. You on the clock, Mother Z. Come on. Mosey, what happened to my microphone? Is I'm still live there, young lion? Yes, sir, I hear you loud and clear. All right, I'm not hearing a mother, a mother E. I'm not hearing Mother Z. What don't happen? Hey, Mother Z. Well, Sarah, we want to get real low down. We're going to mute Mother Z, too, out of the nice broadcast. Well, well, young lion, I guess it's just me and you. What do it say now they are left? What happened in Numbers chapter 9, 1 through 5 and 11? Let's find out some things on the way of finding some things. WCC, the World Council of Churches, just want to be, just want to be themselves. That's all. Mm-hmm. Numbers chapter nine, one through five and eleven. What it say, young man? The Book of Numbers, chapter nine, verse one through five and verse eleven. Book of Numbers, chapter nine, verse one reads: And Yahweh spake to Moses in the wilderness at Sinai in the first month. Of the second year, at the day will come out of the land of Egypt, saying, Verse 2, that the children of Israel also keep the Passover at his appointed season. Verse 3, in the fourteenth day of this month at evening, you should keep it in its appointed season, according to all the rites of it, and according to all the ceremonies thereof. Should you keep it? Verse 4, and Moses spake unto the children of Israel, as they should keep the Passover. Verse 5. And they kept the Passover on the 14th day of the first month at evening in the wilderness of Sinai, according to all that Yahweh commanded Moses. So did the children of Israel. Verse 11. Verse 11 reads, The 14th day of the second month at evening, they should keep it. 
and eat it with unleavened bread and with bitter herbs. So if you miss if you miss the Passover on tomorrow evening, you got one month to get it right on the next month. You got the next month. month to get it right on Passover. So now they go to riches and everything else. But now, look what he says if you chose not to do it, period. Continue reading. All right. Verse 12, Numbers chapter 9, verse 12 reads, And that shall leave none of it until the morning, nor break any bone of it, according to all the ordinance of the Passover. They shall keep it. Verse 13, But the man that is clean, and is not in a journey, or forbearance to keep the Passover, even that same soul should be cut off from among his people, because he brought not the offering of Yahweh in his appointed season, that man should bear his sin. Read verse that 14. verse again. Read that verse, verse 13. Again. Numbers chapter 9, verse 13. But the man that is clean and is not in a journey and forbearing to keep the Passover, even that same stone should be cut off from among his people because he brought not the offering of Yahweh in his appointed season. That man should bear his sin. Break that down, young man. So it says, if you clean, if you're not on a journey, if you're not far away on a journey, if you don't bring no offering, that means Yahweh going to cut you off. You're going to be destroyed. According to his appointed season. So he's going to bear his sin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Read verse 14 and, and kick up a 13. I think you own something, young line. Read verse 14 and kick up the 13. Verse four, Numbers chapter 9, verse 14 up to 13. And if a stranger sojourn among you and will keep the Passover until Yahweh, according to the ordinance of the Passover, in the ordinance, I mean, in accordance to the matter thereof, so shall he do. You should have. One ordinance, both for the stranger and for him that is born in the land. Verse what, do mean, what do you mean by that? So hold on, hold on. What do you mean by that? So don't let the stranger come tell you about, well, no, I don't think it go that way. No, no. It goes the way the Bible tells you to go. The 13th day, when, it, when the 13th day at evening, that's the 14th. No, it don't go your way. It ain't about no Easter and none of that. Don't let a stranger change up what the Bible is saying. That's what he's saying. Now read 13 again. Take your time, young lad, and deliver that knockout blow in 13. Numbers chapter 9, verse 13. But the man that is clean and is not in a journey and forbearing to keep the Passover, even that same soul should be cut off from among his people because he brought not the offering of Yahweh in his appointed seed. That man should bear his sin. Wait a minute. Who's saying this? In, who's, who's doing all this tall talking in verse 9? Verse 9. And Yahweh spake it to Moses, saying, Oh, 
just young. Why well, speak it? What are you saying, verse 13? Verse 13. But the man that is clean and is not in a journey and forbearing to keep the Passover, even that same soul should be cut off from among his people because he brought not the offering of Yahweh in his appointed seed. That man should bear his sin. Uh, what 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 that mean in verse thirteen, y'all? So if you clean, if you're not on a journey, if you're not on a journey, then forbear. That means you forget. That means you pay the Passover. No, never mind. Even that same soul should be cut off from among his people, because he brought not the offering of Yahweh in this appointed season. That man should bear mm. his, his sin. Mm. That, that, that big talk. And, and, and who said all that in verse 9? Who's doing that talking? In verse 9? And Yahweh spake to Moses, saying. And Yahweh spake to Moses, saying. Come back to First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 26 through 28. First Corinthians 11, 26 through 28. What does it say? All right, back to First Corinthians. Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 26 and 28. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 26 and 28. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 26 reads, For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show Yahweh's death till he comes. Verse 27. Wherefore? Verse 27, wherefore, whosoever should eat this bread and drink this cup of Yahweh, unworthy should be guilty of the body and the blood of Yahweh. Verse 28, but let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. So he's saying, don't do Passover, unleavened bread, and be low down. If you got some malice and you're low down, he said it's, mm-hmm. it's best for you just uh, clean your act up. He said you can't be shaky. You gotta, you gotta be clean. And and how you be clean? One nineteen verse nine, and some how you be gotta be clean. One nineteen verse nine. How you be clean there? Verse 8 and 9. Psalms 119, verse 8 and 9. Let's see how you be clean. Psalms 119, verse 8 and verse 9. Psalms 119, verse 8. I will keep your statutes. Oh, forsake me not utterly. Verse 9. Wherewithal, say, young man, cleanse his way by taking heed. There, so according to your words. Yeah. So how do you how do you how do you get yourself clean there, young lad? There, so according to your words. By keeping the law according to his word. Joshua chapter five verse ten. What does it say there, young lad? We go to the book of Joshua. Chapter 5, 
Joshua, blue the word for chapter 5, verse 10. Read. And the children of Israel account in Gilgal to keep the Passover on the 14th day of the month at evening in the plains of Jericho. You see that? Deuteronomy chapter 16, 1, 2, 6, 11, 14, 16 down to verse 18. Deuteronomy chapter 16, 1, 2, 6, 11, 14, 16 to 18. Young line deliver. The book of Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse 1, 2, 6, 11, 14, 16 to 18. Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse 1 reads, Observe the month that they bear, and keep the Passover to Yahweh, your Yahweh. For in the month that they bear, Yahweh, your Yahweh, brought you forth out of Egypt by night. Verse 2, You should therefore sacrifice the Passover to Yahweh, your Yahweh, of the flock, and the herb, and the place which Yahweh choose to place his name there. Verse 6 reads, But at the place which Yahweh, your Yahweh, should choose to place his name in, there you should sacrifice the Passover at evening, at the going down of the sun, at the season that you came forth out of Egypt. Verse 11. So wait a minute. Wait a minute, y'all lying. You, you can't do the Passover when you want to do it. What, what time to do the Passover? Verse at six. evening. Verse 6. What that mean? What do evening mean? According at that evening. At, at the going down of the sun. At the going down of the sun. That's when Passover starts tomorrow. At evening, when it's going down the sun. Give me a precept, Mark 132. Give me a precept, yes, Daniel Lyme. What time is the Passover? It's that evening when they're going down to the sun. Mark 132. The book of Mark, chapter 1, verse 32. Read. And at evening, when the sun did set. When the sun set. Tomorrow at evening when the sun set, it is the Passover. You do it year to year. That that what we're reading? Hallelujah. Now, back to Deuteronomy 16, verse 11 and 14, what does it say? Deuteronomy 16, Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse 11 and 14. Deuteronomy 16, verse 11 and 14. And you should rejoice before Yahweh, your Yahweh, you and your son and your daughter. And your manservant and your maidservant, and the Levite that is within your gate, and the stranger, and the fatherless, and the widow that are among you in the place which Yahweh, your Yahweh, has chosen to place his name there. Verse 14. And you shall rejoice in your feet, you and your son, and your daughter, and your manservant, and your maidservant, and the Levite the stranger, and the fatherless, and the widow that are within your gates. Get down verse 16 to 18. Verse 16 to 18. 
three times in a year shall all your mares appear before Yahweh, your Yahweh, in the place which he should choose, in the feast of unleavened bread, and the feast of wheat, and the feast of tabernacles, and they should not appear before Yahweh empty. Verse 17, every man or woman should give as he or she is able, according to the blessing of Yahweh, your Yahweh, which he has given you. Verse 18, judges and officers, so you make you and all your gates, which Yahweh, your Yahweh, give you throughout your tribes, and they should judge the people with just judgment. Mm-hmm. Second Chronicles 30, 1 down to verse 3, 5, 12 and 13. Second Chronicles 30, 1 down to verse 3, 5, 12 and 13. Young lives to look. Second Chronicles chapter 30, verse 1 to 3, get that verse 5 to 12 and 13. Second Chronicles chapter 30, verse 1 read, As the guy sent all Israel and Judah, and wrote letters to Ephraim and Manasseh, and they should come to the temple of Yahweh and Yadah Judah to keep the Passover to Yahweh of Israel. Verse 2 reads, For the king has taken counsel in his princes and all the congregation of Israel and Yadah Judah to keep the Passover in the second month. Verse 3, For they could not keep it at that time because the priests had not sanctified themselves, suffered sufficiently, neither had the people gathered themselves together to Yadah Judah. Kept down verse 5. So they established a decree to make proclamation throughout all Israel for Beersheba, even today, and they shall come to the Passover until Yahweh of Israel and Yadah Judah, for they had not done it uh, for a long time in such sort as it was written. Get down verse 12 to 13. What kind of way? Wait a minute. What kind of way you do the Passover? As it was written. Oh. So you can't do the Passover when you want to do most all the big dignitaries. They'll have the Passover already. That means y'all doing your own thing. So so right. what that make you when you do your own thing, you won't do it as written, St. John 10, 1. What that make you, if you won't do the Passover and it's feast days the way you want to do it, or even put Easter on it, what that make you according to St. John 10, 1? John chapter 10, verse 1 reads, Truly, truly, I say to you, he or she that enter not by the door unto the sheepfold, but climbing up some other way. The same is a thief and a robber. So if you want to do Easter, you want to do it the way you want to do it, that make you a what? According to 10 verse 1 of St. John? A thief and a robber. All right, come on back and what we left off on. Come on back and give me 12 and 13. Second Chronicles. Chapter 30, verse 12 and 13. Let's see what happens. 2 Chronicles chapter 30, verse 12 and verse 13. 
Second Chronicles chapter 30, verse 12. Also in Judah, in the hand of Yahweh, was to give them one mind to do the commandments of the king and of the prince by the word of Yahweh. Verse 13. And there assembled and Yadah Judah, much people, to keep the feast of unleavened bread in the second month. A very great congregation. Yeah. So you see, all our job is to tell you what this man's saying. He ain't got nothing to do with no Easter. Ezekiel chapter 33, verse 30 down to verse 33. Ezekiel 33, verse 30 down to verse 33. See, our job, we just go on average and tell you what the man's saying. If you keep an Easter, you're wasting your time. The man that, that got you at an Easter gathering, Yahweh going to get him. But he also don't get you for being in that number. That's up to you. Ezekiel 33, verse 30 down to verse 33. What does it say there, y'all? The, the book of Ezekiel, to see it, chapter 33, verse 30 to 33. Ezekiel chapter 33, verse 30 reads, Also you, son of man, the children of your people, still are talking against you by the walls and the doors and of the houses. And speak one to another, every one to his brother, saying, Come I, pray you, and hear what is the word that cometh forth from Yahweh. Verse 31. And it comes unto you as the people coming, and they sit before you as my people. And they hear your word, but they will not do that. But with their mouth they show much love, but with their mind going after their covenant. Verse 32, And lo, you are unto them as a very lovely song of one that have a pleasant voice and can play well on an instrument. For they hear your word, but they will not do it. But they do them not. Verse 33, And when this coming to pass, lo, it will come. Then should I know that a seer have been among them. So, so we tell you what the man is saying, 13, 8 through 10 of Jeremiah, 13, 8 through 10. We're saying, listen, the man's telling you what, what to keep, the feast of the Bible, the way he got it written. You got to set your schedule to keep the feast according to the Bible as it's written. That's what the man's saying. 13 chapters. 8 through 10, what does it say? The book of Jeremiah, the seer, chapter 13, verse 8 through 10. Jeremiah chapter 13, verse 8 reads, When the word of Yahweh came up to me, saying, verse 9, Thus said Yahweh, after this matter, I will murder the pride of Judah and the great pride of the northern kingdom. Verse 10, this evil people, which refused to hear my words, was walked in imagination of their own minds and walked after other false Yahweh's to serve them and to worship them, should even be at this girdle, which is good for nothing. And me, if you don't follow Yahweh's words, you're good for what? Nothing. Mark chapter 15, 32 to 41, the closing statement. Catch you on the feast. Remember, all feast days. Come on.
come on we come on the radio, remember, all feast days at seven thirty. So we're gonna be on the radio at seven thirty tomorrow because it's a feast day. All feast uh. days at seven thirty. Seven thirty on the network. Seven thirty, not six o'clock. Because it's a high day, it's a feast day. Mark fifteen thirty two the forty one the closing statement young line. Catch you tomorrow. At Passover. On the radio at seven thirty. Come on. The book of Mark, chapter fifteen, verse thirty two to forty one. Mark chapter fifteen, verse thirty two read. Let Yahweh the Son, the King of Israel, descend now from the tree, that you may see and believe, and that they were crucified with him, revived him. Verse 33. And when the sixth hour was come, there was darkness over the whole land until the night hour. Verse 34. And at the night hour, Yahweh the Son cried with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Elamah, Elamah Shabbat, with being a turpid, my Yahweh, my Yahweh, why has you forsaken me? Verse 35, and some of them that stood by, when they heard it, said, behold, he called it, Allah, verse 36, and one ran and filled the sponge full of vinegar and put it on the reed. And gave him to drink, saying, Let alone, let us see whether Elias will come and take him down. Verse 37. And Yahweh the Son cried with a loud voice and gave up the breath. Verse 38. And the veil of the temple was ripped and twirled from the top to the bottom. Verse 39. And when the centurion which stood over against them, saw that he so cried out, gave up the breath. He said, truly, this man was the son of Yahweh the Father. Verse 40. There were also women looking on the altar off, among who was Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James, the left, and of Joseph. And Solomon, verse 41, who also, when he was in Galilee, followed him and ministered unto him with many other women which came up with him unto Judah. Excellent. Close that in your mind. Catch you tomorrow, feast day, when the sun set. You're on the clock for your clothes. Come on. Yes, sir. I'm going to. The first book of Ezra, chapter 1. The first book of Ezra, chapter 1, verse 1. And Josiah shall the feast of the Passover, and Yadah Judah, the Tejahquah, and offer the Passover, the 14th day of the first month. Verse 2. Having set the priests according to their daily courses, being arrayed in long garments, in the temple of Yahweh. Verse 3. And he spake unto Levi, the righteous ministers of Israel, that they should sanctify themselves unto Yahweh, to set the righteous ark of 